Yo, it's the Throwboy Show, the podcast where I talk to amazingly creative people that are making amazing things. I'm your host, Roberto Hoyos. Welcome back to the show, everyone. This week, I sat down with Abby Doherty of Neon Saltwater. Abby is a Seattle-based interior designer that creates virtual rooms influenced by her art style she calls Room Wave. While most of her room designs are virtual and can be seen on her website, neonsaltwater.com, she recently began making physical room displays shown in galleries like the Seattle Art Museum. The Neon Saltwater style takes pastels, neon colors, and vaporwave elements, as you'll hear Abby describe. But without further ado, let's just jump right into my chat with Abby Doherty of Neon Saltwater. So I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and I kind of got put into art classes really young. Like my kindergarten teacher would tell my mom, like, hey, if you can afford art classes, you really should just do that because Abby has a lot of art she needs to get out. And she saw that when I was six, so my parents were kind of like, oh, okay. Um, wow. And then... What did they see? Just, like, do you remember what? I your just was drawing. I was constantly drawing on my homework, just like, com- like filling the whole page with like doodles, oh, like wow. to the point. I wish I had like my kindergarten binder <laughs> that I could show you. That was like the whole cover was just like an explosion of color. <laughs> and I don't think my parents were so used to it because my mom says that when I was a baby, I started using crayons at like like when a baby shouldn't be using crayons and my nanny was like you shouldn't give those to her she's gonna eat them and (laughs) my mom was like what and then I was I was just drawing spirals and I was like less than a year old wow with crayons and I like my mom parents were so used to it that they didn't really think that it was anything different so I guess my kindergarten teacher was the one that kind of pushed me my parents into like getting me into that mm-hmm. and then I think as long as I can remember I always kind of tried to do sports because it's what my friends were doing but I was like always the one like staring at the sky yeah. and <laughs> picking flowers <laughs> in the soccer field yeah. so um uh, and in high school I tried I like tried to do track and field and like I just kind of was always bored I always just kind of goof off and like not take anything seriously so yeah um and then my soft I always spent my summers going to Orcas Island which brought me to Seattle okay I go there for summer camp and um I felt like just I I this weird connection about Washington and Orcas Island and I would leave my friends in Portland and go there for the summer and then um, one time at my high school, we had like a career day and there was this teacher who was a dance teacher at Cornish and she came and talked and she said it was in Seattle and I just raised my hand and I was like, do you have art and design? And she said, she was a dance teacher, so she was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, and I, and I, I went home, I said, mom, I'm going to Cornish. That was, I was you? 16. Oh, okay. So I wasn't even like a senior or anything. Mm-hmm. And then that was the only college I applied to when I got in. And wow. And I, that's a, like, the, for people that don't know, that's like the art school, the prestigious art school in Seattle. Yeah. The one and so only. That's, there's the Art Institute, but that's like Chain. And then, yeah. yeah, it's Cornish. And it's, 
And it's you just know, all art, like acting. It's and acting everything. and uh, dance and music and music composition and playwriting and play production. And, and they had, I kind of thought that I would go into graphic arts, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I was, I was just always drawing. I thought I'd be an illustrator, which I still do, but mm-hmm. uh, for some, and then I, I always kind of, another thing is I always kind of was also rearranging my room when I was a kid and then my freshman year like you don't have to choose your design major yet but something just kind of clicked for me and I just started feeling like oh my oh my gosh I think I need to to design spaces mm-hmm. I don't know I don't really remember how I decided it I just kind of felt like I was always obsessed with paintings that Uh-oh. portrayed rooms so you started with um graphic or doing it on the computer to figure out like how to design spaces yeah, so we learned, like, in school we would learn, like, drafting, which is, like, drawing to scale, and we learned, like, the, how to look at um, drawings of spaces, like, floor plan view, elevation view, you learn all that stuff. Okay. Um, so, yeah, in school I never really actually put a room together, ever. Oh, okay. Um, you, we just did it digitally, and then you would, you would kind of, like, it was all about concept and um, client and just kind of putting a whole project together and having a full cohesive idea that was kind of what they were training us to do and I we all taught ourselves um sketch up and that's what I use <laughs> isn't that kind of like the the rudimentary like the start yeah it's a free program free I think program, it used yeah. to be owned by google but um <laughs> it uh I love it I some of my friends that are like software <laughs> software programmers and developers they like cringe <laughs> the fact that I use that, I use that. <laughs> what do you call your style now and what influenced that because I've been following your work and within the last couple years you really honed in on this one style can you explain that what that is yeah I so for a while I was living in Portland and I I was like on Pinterest a lot and I started finding these 3d artists that were doing 3d work but they were more focused on objects and I thought I realized oh my gosh I can kind of do what they're doing Mm -hmm. in spaces like I, I do this just like geometric objects that had textures it was just kind of like yeah just that kind of abstract 3d object kind of thing and I realized oh my gosh I can I can do this with like a room and um I kind of made one just for fun so I had this word neon saltwater in my head for a long time Mm -hmm. it used to be the name of this playlist that I had with this old crush I've talked about it in other interviews uh it was inspiring because the music that was on the playlist, I had such a visual for it, and it was also inspired by this connection that I had with this person. And so I felt like, I felt, it was so intense, I felt like I, there was like a visual language for the sound, and the sound was all like airy and poppy stuff, and I thought, okay, the colors of this word are like what air would look like if like a bunch of light was shined on like if you could take like a cloud and like point lights at it and or like well I just thought of water that was glowing with 
pastels. I don't know. I can't really explain it. I just kind of saw it and it mm -hmm. felt, that's what the music felt like. When someone said, okay, Abby, your stuff looks like vaporwave. And I had actually never heard of it, but I probably was looking at it online a little bit and being like, oh, this is what neon saltwater is. And that was a huge epiphany for me. Vaporwave was a, is a music genre, mm -hmm. and it's it's samples from elevator music, kind of what you hear on a operator phone call on hold. It's and like smooth jazz. Smooth jazz, like, yeah. elevator music, mm -hmm. kind of glitched to make it kind of weird. Okay. The most famous song is a um, song by this Macintosh Plus, and. That's his by name. Vectroid. Yeah, it's her name. She's okay. a musician in Seattle. And uh, she she goes by Vectroid, but she made that album and it kind of blew up. And uh, it's a, just a Diana Ross song that's kind of messed, like, that's just glitched up to okay. sound different and weird. So I found it and I just had this really weird... Um, there's this video that I watched called The History of Vaporwave and I just kind of was like, oh my god. This is what I've been feeling. All these feelings that I feel, like this is literally what I've been feeling. Like it would talk about wandering around malls in your dreams at night, which I've had that. <laughs> it would talk about just like having nostalgia for the 80s and 90s. And I was feeling all those things. And it felt very connected to Neon Saltwater. So. so they just went together. I mean, yeah, it was just this really bizarre epiphany where I was like, you know, it had, I kind of caught on to it after it had already been a trend. Mm -hmm. So it was an internet aesthetic. And then it kind of, I think Miley Cyrus used it on, or like appropriated it on the like MTV Music Awards a few years ago. Like they kind of did something with it. But, and like a lot of people say it's dead now, but. It's still kind of an underground thing, right? Yeah. Because you, you, you don't really hear it pop up no. all the time. and. So it's a lot of the music's made by like sixteen year olds in their basement. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> but then it it has sort of like the imagery is um, these neon and pastel colors and um, mm -hmm. busts of like uh, like yeah you know, Roman figures <laughs> and stuff like that. So that kind of it kind of ended up um, being already what you were working on, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I probably had seen it, and I just started probably just started mimicking it because I liked it. And yeah. I don't really know why I liked it, but I, it was it was definitely an emotional inspiration. It was like I felt like it was familiar to me. I felt like I felt like it was like I was channeling it from something. Um, yeah. So I didn't feel as bad. It I didn't feel like a, I didn't feel self-conscious about diving into that which I always have felt weird about kind of diving into a aesthetic I've never felt like I was one thing mm -hmm. but I felt like wow this is something I really like or I really feel what this is about and it's about kind of this relationship of what you kind of hate capitalism but you kind of indulge in it at the same time and then there's a lot of nostalgia and a lot of love for a uh, capitalism and just like materialism from the 80s and just like old coca-cola commercials and all that stuff
my digital spaces really channel like the 80s and 90s and early 2000s more and then I think my real spaces are just kind of like finally like this is my head and this is what I want and mm -hmm. I mean it's very people will say all sorts of stuff like oh it's Miami Vice or whatever but it's just kind of like I use way more textures in real life if you look closely when did you begin creating the physical rooms that you're doing now in Seattle yeah. and around the Northwest Kind of this past summer. I did one in Portland before I moved here at the Good Mod, which uh -huh. is a furniture store in the Pearl District. And my friend had worked there, and she invited me to do this event called Vintage Playground, where I used their furniture. They have a lot of retro. It's actually a lot of 60s and 70s stuff. Okay. Uh, Mid-century modern type stuff. They invited me to, to decorate a room, and it was like, Neon Saltwater for Vintage Playground. So I did that. Cool. Okay. And I painted the walls and I, add, I brought in lights. But it was very, it was a pretty minimal installation. It was kind of a quick one. And then I didn't do it again until this past summer. So it's always been a goal of mine to create like a world for people to walk around in. You know, for my solo show, I don't want just pictures of my prints on the wall. I like want to just bring people in That's the spaces awesome. so i designed three rooms in his gallery and um i started advertising that i was doing it and i did crowd i did crowdfund i used gofundme to like help fund it a uh -huh. little bit and um then i got asked to do two more kind of last minute this summer i got asked by the seattle art museum for their remix event wow and then out of sight which is a big curated art show for the Northwest in during Seattle Art Fair. Can you describe what it looked like? Yeah, so the first room, um, and there's pictures on my Instagram too, but the first room you walk in and it's a bar, it's like a hotel lobby bar, and there was hotel keys on the desk, there was a front desk that kind of felt like a hotel desk, and then there was a, uh, a bar, a floating bar, and then neon saltwater sign, and I had this kind of fake what like fake soda dispenser that it wasn't real but it was this idea that it, you could get neon salt water <laughs> in different flavors uh -huh. <laughs> so we kind of made like a fake water dispenser with like spigots and then oh, cool. and then the whole room was pastel and the walls were kind of this marbled texture that I had watercolored and I ordered it on um long strips of um paper I had it printed on long strips of paper, and then I just pasted it to the wall. So everything was done like a play set. So what do you want people to feel when they go into your room? Do you think about that? Um, you know, I think just a general happiness <laughs> is all I can really hope for. Because I think everyone is complex and has their own, everyone has their own uh, experiences and their own influences. So I, I think I always wish people would feel exactly what I'm feeling, but you never really know what people are feeling and you never really know what people are truly taking in. But I think my goal is just like a sense of euphoria and happiness and just like freedom and feeling 
like there's no limits kind of like you can do anything I just would love to inspire people to kind of break uh boundaries and push like push things farther than they're comfortable with yeah what can we expect from you in the future right now I'm actually like gonna start um creating my own custom textures that's something I like got to do this summer on some of my installations and I loved it like all the bedding for my one hotel room was all custom. Oh, cool. Um, and that, so I'm going to create a spinoff of Neon Saltwater and, but they're going to be like sister accounts. So they'll be very integrated, but I'm going to start maybe applying textures to products or clothing or something like that. Oh, cool. What, I just want to start drawing again. And Yeah. What sort of products do you think you want to start off with? It'd be really cool to do home products, like curtains and um, rugs even. I don't even know what that entails, but curtains and uh, sheets and bedding and yeah, uh, even like even like long dresses or tight like leggings or just, I just love text- textiles and colors. And so I want to, I want to do that that's kind of what I went to Portland originally for and the program that I was in just wasn't right. So I'm just going to try to do it myself and I'm going to do some more installations, but my goal is to kind of start design, like kind of going on the design direct, like the design side of neon saltwater right Mm -hmm. now. And um, I'm not sure when my next installation will be. I do have one in March, a small one, that's, um, that will be pretty cool at a local gallery here in, in Seattle. Seattle. Cool. And I do have goals of creating real spaces that people can stay in. That's oh. another goal of mine. Awesome. But that's going to take a while, so. I feel like as long as I keep doing me on saltwater... You know, it's going to evolve a little bit. The aesthetic might change. It might not be pastels forever. But it's just kind of about opening up myself up to mixing everything that inspires me together. And um, just creating environments that have so much content and so much to look at and so much to take in. And that's what it will always be about. But I definitely have some other colors in my head that I want to use. So... Well, where can people find you now online? Um, I have an Instagram and a Tumblr and a website. Neon Saltwater is my handle for everything, so neonsaltwater.com. And I don't do Twitter, but... (laughs) um, Everything else. Everything else. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much (laughs) for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, there you have it, everyone. That was my chat with Abby Doherty of Neon Saltwater. I hope you'll go check out her website, neonsaltwater.com. Go to her Instagram. You can see all of her amazing designs and really just get immersed in that neon saltwater world. 
Thanks for listening to The Throwboy Show. You can catch me every Monday on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Just go to throwboy.com, click on podcast, and you'll find it all right there. If you want to help me out, go to the iTunes podcast section and leave a review. We're trying to get a bunch of five stars so that we can rank higher and all that good stuff. So thank you if you've already done that. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at throwboy. You can find me everywhere, just at throwboy. But until next time, I will catch y'all later. Thank you.